0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling episode 233. And wait, wait, no. Oh, break, so get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We
2: are about to go live, but you're ready to rock, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah, I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. breaker. This is my talk. Old Prince of Brickland,
3: they took poor, to seek and destroy it's an SOW. Let me hit and make no
2: take a shot. Is that the message you got? We are not to go alive, but you're ready to rock, so take a shot.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two thirty three of a shot of wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Putty, joined in studio for the first time since I think February and the first time since April, I believe. The OG O C Green Man's here. Green Man
0: That's right, the original Green Man's here. Thank you so much for that great introduction. You know what? I've listened to the show so many times these last few months and but by the way, you've done something really nice to this place. This studio looks amazing. Thanks. Um, But I have to say, you have not had a proper introduction in, what, like months?
1: It's been a couple years.
0: Someone's been holding you down. Do you mind if I provide oh, a, okay. the way an introduction should be made for the host, right. the heart and soul of A Shot of Wrestling? Please go for it. All right. Marcus, if you're listening to this, please take note. I'm right here. La- ladies I'm, and
1: gentlemen. I'm, I'm literally oh, right wait, here. Wait, Mark's here. Oh, place. shit, Mark. Mark? I'm sorry, I got excited. Able, cause someone's in person here. <laughs> Marcus? Marcus, welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm like, I didn't, you you I didn't, not see, I didn't me? see you there. I'm sorry. I don't I'm have, on I don't a have, Zoom call. Yeah, I don't have the Zoom, like, entire picture. It's like just Green Man's face.
0: See, when people show up to work and they don't call it in, this is what could happen. You get missed. You know, maybe you should stop calling into the show.
3: What you mean calling into the show? Oh, you mean, like, be there physically? <laughs> I, I don't want to infect Huddy, man. I, I'm watching out for him. Appreciate
1: it, bro.
0: Thanks. It's, it's because you're dirty. See, I'm, I'm a clean dude. I'm, I'm here covid free. You're dirty, That's why you don't want to come hey, to the show.
1: Hey, can we uh get back to me?
0: Yes. No. <laughs> Introduction please. Marcus, I've always wanted to do this. Okay, do ladies it and gentlemen, A shot of wrestling proudly brings to you the heart and soul of the shot of wrestling podcast. Michael J Putty!
3: Shane Shane does it better. Shane does it better. Wow. I'm just saying. That,
1: that's a throwback to our, uh, quote-unquote, Conan O'Brien intro days from the, uh, I think, what, the, the teen episodes we used to do? with oh, yeah. Those
0: intros? Listen, it, it, was, it, was it Britney Spears who was recently on your, uh, on your feed?
1: Yeah, it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Britney. Happy birthday, Britney. Up at Michael J. Putty. You know, we're selling cele- we
0: <laughs> we're celebrating a lot. We're celebrating Britney's birthday. Yes, we're celebrating El Campeón de Legacy, uh, the shining star Ray Calitri, and we're celebrating you. Why man. are we
3: celebrating him? Why, why are we celebrating him? What? Marcus, you're still here. He won his championship a month ago. Why, why are we celebrating? Hey, get over it. He won. It's the holidays. It's the holidays, we'll move on. It's holidays, oh. Come on, let's be nice. Holidays.
1: Let's okay. give thanks. Remember all the thanks we gave last yeah. week.
3: Yeah, well, that was last week, and this is this week. The holidays aren't until like a month away. so are you okay, no, no, you, seem, you seem a little angry today.
1: Much. You okay? You seem a little antsy.
3: Because I have two schmucks that are endorsing me. I'm, I'm right here. A I, didn't get, I, I, I didn't get a proper introduction. He, he's getting we, Hollywood how on How do we end
0: this call? He's getting Hollywood
3: how on How do you end this call? You, end this call? you can't end this call on me. Want to see me? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you want some of
1: this? Speaking of celebrating, Green Man, uh, it is also brought to my attention by the man himself. It is Mark Schwann's second anniversary with the show.
0: Oh, no way. Congratulations, Mark! Wow. You made it two years—I lost that bet. If you're still listening to a <laughs> wait, shot wait. of wrestling, um, Mark has celebrated his two year with us. Congratulations, sir! And They say time,
1: time flies when you're having fun. I guess that's why it feels like it's been five
3: years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's such a dick, buddy. <laughs> how long did you have me? Like, how long did you like? You think you, I was going to last?
1: That's just that's those two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> here, I, I thought you were going to be like the guest host, like that comes in here and there, but. Um... You know, Eric Eric Jaden was relentless.
3: <laughs> you
1: the like
0: saints.
1: me. Yeah, we had a great time. We had a nice little bromance going and then you got a little full of yourself, so now I gotta bring it down a few notches every now and then. I am
3: I'm always humble. People say I'm like the most humble person they know. Nobody says that.
0: I hear a lot of our fans a lot are, of people do. are actually tracking the show to see when Mark decided to be a douche. <laughs> You know, they're tracking it back. They don't know exactly what episode he decided to turn oh, it, on you. It
1: was, the, it was the, like the episode number four.
0: Because <laughs> you're right. You guys did have a nice little bromance. I was trying to get jealous,
1: actually. I gave nothing but compliments about his rave review on Unforgettable. And, uh, and then he just threw it back in my face all the time.
0: Marcus, he was very, very complimentary about your performance in that show. Not going right.
1: to lie. Not going to lie. Friday, December 4th. It was on today. A guy taped on my DVR. I'm going to watch it
3: again tomorrow. I just never met anyone that's just such a big fan of that show. That's
1: all. I'm unique, Mark. I'm unique. You're very unique.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, Marcus, how have you been? It's been a while since I've seen you. It has been quite a bit, right? I think
3: the last time I saw you was BCW, right? No, no, no. You came came up and you visited me. Yeah, it was me like two weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, true story. Putty, Abel was my first bar experience during the whole COVID thing. Do
1: you guys go into the bar? Yes, we did. did. You have to eat, or you just drinks? We did eat. Okay, we that's did cool. eat.
3: I oh, so I learned something about Abel. He can't handle the heat when it comes to winks. No. no, no, he's man, not we'll a hot call sauce call guy. No, that, that's no, where the Spanish
1: not. part of him doesn't really uh,
3: click in.
0: No, it really
3: doesn't. And he had the medium to it. He was like, I thought like he was going to cry.
0: Yeah, it was bad.
3: Really, that bad? Yeah. Damn.
0: That was spicy. That was spicy. It's funny how you never
1: he, he never mentioned that to me. <laughs> well. Here I am. That's what I'm good for.
0: <laughs> Dropping bombs. Dropping bombs. It, it was a great time. It, it, it was nice it was seeing fun. you. It was nice interacting with people during this time and also feeling safe. You don't feel safe with everybody out there. No. I got to be honest. No, no, no. You
3: know? They did a good job. It was at a uh, Francie Brady's the bar right by me. Yeah.
0: Did they, did they
1: pay you for that? Now everyone
3: knows where I live. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> there it is.
0: Now the next date for, for Sean and me is going to be to do have some sushi.
3: Really? Dude, totally I just had sushi the other day, actually. A little Raswan. A
0: little raswan mm. That that's what I want. I want some all you could eat sushi. Mm. I can eat that shit all day. I, I love sushi. Gonna gonna just lick all that sushi up, baby.
3: Let me guess, putty's not a sushi guy. No. Why don't I, you I, how did I know? Mm. How did I know?
0: The smell, taste, texture. Doesn't even smell.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: All of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> call me call me crazy. I like my food cooked. I mean, I'm, I'm mucho uh, white, right? There's no blanco. Yeah, muy blanco. Muy blanco. food like to be cooked though.
3: Well, a lot of white people love sushi, bro. I mean, love sushi. Sushi. Not
0: all sushi is raw. I hear some girls also like sushi. A lot of you girls love girls sushi. A lot of girls like sushi. Yeah. It's so not just for guys.
1: By the way, before we continue, let me talk about something really serious, real quick. Um, I had to mention that kidney problem I had a while ago. A couple of weeks ago, actually. it cleared yeah. up. The damage is reversible. We'd be okay. Um, I told Green Man, Green Man, yeah, I called you, told you about it. And the f- second thing you said to me was, "Bro, if you need a kidney, I, I got you for you." Wow, no
0: no Pre-
1: I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It meant a lot to me,
0: brother. You you know how serious I was. Like I, I, I don't know how I don't even know how serious I was when I said it.
1: I knew you weren't. but it's fine.
0: But you know how serious I was. That the call right after I ca- that we spoke was to my wife and i said to her well babe i think i'm gonna have to let go of one of my kidneys for mike and he, she's like what nice and then i was like you yeah, know i'm just letting you know i got two i don't need to mike needs one appreciate it. much um, love much yeah. so i cleared it by the by the wife and, and she was cool and with she appreciated it she signed off uh, on it yes yeah, she signed off well, she said, a lot. i told mark cool. I, told I told mark he yeah. said
1: that sucks I And mean, it's just a <laughs> level of friendship it's just a level of friendship i got going on here enough about that at least time to move on to the news gentlemen you guys ready to get into it
3: Yeah, let's do it up. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right,
1: gentlemen, quickly changing the mood of the show. The first Intercontinental Champion and the creator of the Royal Rumble, the first openly gay wrestler, Trailblazer, Pat Patterson passed away this week at the age of 79 years old in a hospital in Miami. After a long battle of cancer. I mean, his passing is going to leave a huge hole in the wrestling world, especially in the WWE. He's a huge part of the backstage. Of course, I mean, we know him as one of the stooges. Yeah. I mean, gentlemen, what what, what loss is this going to be in the wrestling world right now?
0: Well, you're talk, talking about evolving characters, evolving your role in professional wrestling. Um, as a fan, you mentioned one of the things that I'm most grateful for Pat Patterson contributing to this great business, the Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, it's one of your favorites. That is
0: one of, like, literally one of my favorite events. The concept is great. It's it's exciting. Um, you know, when I was a little kid, I just dreamed that if I went to a wrestling show, it would be at a Royal Rumble, and I was fortunate enough to go to Royal Rumble when they had it at Madison Square Garden. Remember when John Cena made uh-huh. his return? I mean, it was... That was a year for
1: WrestleMania 24. The birth of it, green man.
0: Yeah, it was so, so cool. Um, what we went, we went to two of them, right? We went to one in Boston.
1: The, yes. the largest Royal Rumble ever.
0: Yes, yes. But um, that one does have a, a, a great sentimental meaning to me because it was the first Royal Rumble I ever went to. It was in Madison yeah. Square Garden. Maybe um, the now, whole day
1: of it. We're Flair in his limo. We <laughs> snuck in his <laughs> Flair's limo that night. You're that, right. That
0: day. You're right. Told
1: the story in memory time times, was real.
0: You're right. Um, but... Pat Patterson contributed to that. Uh, so if that goes to say the legacy that this person is leaving behind, the fact that he's not able just to influence those he has come in contact with, developed, worked with behind the scenes, but it's, was able to reach across that screen in his contributions and affect someone like, like me who's a fan, That that's, that's a legacy, bro.
1: And we've been to many of WrestleManias together. But it's those two Royal Rumbles in person that are just sometimes take the cake. Yeah, and because of him, if you ever get a chance to go to Royal Rumble, definitely check it out. Mark, have you been to a Royal Rumble?
3: I actually have never been to a Royal Rumble. I'm pretty jealous. I'm listening to, to Abel's story there. I'm like, damn man. We, I wish you, I
1: wish once this a COVID Royal thing Rumble. passes, we'll make that, we'll make that change. It's, oh, it, absolutely. It's
0: like New Year's every two two yeah. minutes. You know, you do a countdown. It's it's amazing. Unless
1: you're, unless you're timing it like me, the one year and it's like ninety seconds one time, thirty seconds another time. <laughs> it, it, it's, not 90, it's not. It's not. The time changes.
3: I have to say, uh, talking about Pat Patterson and what he brought to the wrestling world, uh, you know, because just because Pat Patterson is no longer physically among us, his legacy is forever. Um, it's forever going to be in wrestling, and uh, not even just WWE, because he was involved in so many classic matches, as far as being the agent for it and yeah. um, being involved with the finishes. So those are some classic moments that we will always remember as fans, and a lot of wrestlers draw inspiration from uh he helped uh taylor like, a lot of legends that we know today you know including hulk hogan the ultimate warrior you know he's had his hands his in the rivalry with
0: way. sergeant slaughter that was right a so very he, he heated...
3: he's pretty much has his hands in in, in everything and he just goes so deep in wrestling history man it, like some people don't even realize how far it no. goes and, and, and on top of that you know just the person who he was you know, you, you hear the stories from multiple wrestlers and, and people in the back, uh, just what a good human being Pat Patterson was. So, you, you know, not only did you lose a great mind in wrestling, but you lost a great person as well. So it's pretty sad uh, to hear about the passing of Pat Patterson. Uh, you know, the, the only saving grace here is that he's no longer suffering.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, so that there's that saving grace. And, you know, he, he lived a long, long life, man. And he, again, he's helped so many. So his legacy will be around forever.
1: I believe I talked about this when uh, Mean Gene passed away. One of the first things I watched on the network was Legends House. Yeah. And he was a big part of that. And towards the end, he had kind of an emotional breakthrough about his, um, his lifestyle, so to speak. So if you want to learn a lot about Pat Patterson, you don't know too much about him, this is the fun, caring, human side of him. And you want to have some fun too, check out Legends House on WWE Network.
3: One song that he was known for, for singing in karaoke, I did it my way by Frank Sinatra, and it's just so fitting for a man like Pat Patterson.
1: Yeah, uh, this point of the show, which is now when I play the tribute video that they usually air in Raw or SmackDown about someone who died, this time I can't, because they just played the Frank Sinatra My Way video. Mm. And they just play. They, there was no clips, there was just pictures of him interacting with everybody, and it was such, such a fitting tribute to hear not only Frank Sinatra, the chairman of the board, but then they overlay him singing it as well. Oh, that's beautiful. So I thought it was one of the, I, I miss
3: SmackDown, so I, I, I am have to check that out.
1: It was simplistic in its tribute, but it was very, very powerful. One of the most powerful videos. We talked about it last week, Mark, I think, about The Undertaker and his tribute videos. Uh, WWE is second to none when it comes to that. And this was spot on. Perfect tribute.
3: And and, and again, that goes for all of entertainment, not even just wrestling. WWE, their production value is just off the charts. And it has been for generations.
0: Now, do you think a man like Pat Patterson is going through his life... Um, and thinking, do you think that, that you think about what legacy you're going to be leaving behind?
1: I don't think so. I think he, he's thinking about the business he's leaving behind but not his influence on it.
0: That, that, that's a mark right. of a great man. Yeah. i got to be no, honest. Yeah, that's
3: I, a- I, 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 I don't think he was thinking about any of that for any accolades or whatever. I, I think he was just a man who had passion for the industry, who loved it, and who was a humble person and wanted to give back. And he stayed true to himself. Uh, so, you know, all, all those things, just the characteristics of a great human being and, and just unselfish, you know, because uh, he, he didn't come out and say, like, oh, well, that match happened because of me. You know, you like that <laughs> moment? That was all me. You know, you never <laughs> heard that from him.
0: <laughs> you know, you would hear from Hollywood one day, you yeah. know, <laughs> you like that I, spot?
3: Ah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that was me.
3: <laughs> I directed that spot. I don't know why I turned to Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the significant man. tributes to the McMahon family, tributes from everybody on social media, definitely check them out. Definitely such an, such an impact he had in many people's lives. So rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Amen. How do we move on to that, Green Man? I don't know. Let's find out. Now, Mark, you've been on the show for two years, correct? Two-year anniversary?
3: As we mentioned before, yeah. Congratulations,
0: the second year anniversary. by the way.
3: Now, I don't
1: think the following man has been... In the news really in the last two years but uh green man knows how i feel about it. the man that call sting <laughs> sting made a surprise debut Stang. on aew dynamite tony khan confirmed he signed a multi-year contract rumors were circulating once w removed all his stuff from their website now this is Sting's first time on tnt since the last nitro in 2001 i don't know if you guys heard about that
0: Eighteen years. I mean, they they said it on the show numerous times.
1: <laughs> Commentary also confirmed big that he will be on next week's broadcast. Now, gentlemen, uh, what does the future hold for Sting? Like, did this get you excited? I mean, Green Man, you know how I feel about this. But I know, I think Mark, you're a big Sting fan, right?
3: I, I am. It got me amped, man. Like, it was really cool to see, and it, it was a surprise. That, that's the one thing I have to say. Like, it, it's hard to be surprised in wrestling in today's age. You know, the, the last time I think I was truly shocked was Edge when he came back into Royal Rumble.
1: That was like three years you know, ago, right?
3: It feels like three yeah. years ago. But then this happened. It was like, what the fuck? Chills, bro. It was awesome to see, especially that shot that they had uh, with Sting going face-to-face with Darby Allin. You know, it, it was almost like a, a passing of the torch, if you will. That, that's what it felt like, at least to me. Now, to answer your question, Putty, w- what does this mean here? Uh, today, AEW released a graphic of Sting with his record. Sting! With, with his win-loss record for 2020 at AEW. Now, they have not done this for managers or for on-air personalities, so it's making me think that Sting, Sting. W- will be competing in AEW, and I cannot believe I'm saying that. Do you want him to? No. I don't. At the young age of
0: 61? Come on.
3: And it has nothing to do really with the age factor. It doesn't really have anything to do with me being a hater. Uh, It goes back to last week when I talked about with Nikki Bella, or was it two weeks ago? I can't remember. Uh, Just because I'm a fan, it doesn't necessarily mean I want them to wrestle and hurt themselves even more. I cannot believe he got clearance to wrestle in the ring again after what happened with his injury with his neck. Again, we're talking about neck injuries. It's, It's not... It's not an easy thing to recover from, you know, especially at the age of 61. Yeah. I'll go there with that too. Uh, You know, so there's a lot of concerns there. I hope uh, they protect him. I, I hope if anything, it's a one-off. If they're really going to go forward with this, which it seems like they will. Uh, it, it just gets me nervous.
0: Mark, you mentioned a few things in, in uh, some of the things just now. Uh One of the things uh, you were surprised, you know, I too yeah. was, was very surprised, but, There were some people who were not surprised. Uh, uh, Michael J. Putty did mention that, you know, once he didn't re-sign with the WWE and they were releasing a lot of his product uh, from the website and, you know, he was trying to just really distance himself from the WWE banner that, you know, AEW was the next spot first thing to debut. So I leave you with this, you know, seek and you shall find. You know, there are a lot of fans out there who, if you are seeking for this information, you will find it. If you're those keyboard warriors who are looking to get on the pulse information and want to get spoilers spoiled, You will get spoiled. So there were people tweeting about it all day saying that this could be happening this evening. You know, I, like you, you know, are a little bit more of a passive fan nowadays. uh, And I was completely surprised. So the fact that it happened, I was like, holy shit, Sting, really? Why? So then that leads (laughs) me to the next question, which left a lot of people asking the question, why? Why Sting? Why now? And why at AEW? So um, regardless of the reasons behind it, the fact that you're asking yourself why, kudos to AEW. Kudos to Sting and the legacy that he is continuing to build because it's still providing intrigue to the rest of the wrestling universe. Well,
3: I, I don't necessarily think I'm asking myself why. I, I think the the question why is pretty obvious as far as why he's coming back and why he's looking to be a competitor again it's because he feels like he has something left in the tank
0: not for nothing the the guy does look i mean his face was all covered up but for a 61 year old man
3: dude looks great he
0: looks like he looks like he's in great shape but obviously you know you have that neck concern
3: you know i mean that's a pretty big deal
0: you know it's
3: not it's not like it was
0: like nine years ago like edge this was pretty recent no absolutely you know, uh, I don't know his age just brought up a, a comment some people back in my day were talking about when the new generation of professional wrestlers, you had your Shawn Michaels, your your Diesel were coming into the influx of the WWF. But then the Macho Mans and, and the Warriors and the Hogans were, were being pushed out of the equation because they were too old. And now right. AEW is welcoming this Older talent, sixty-one years old. That it's like seeing how was Hogan when he faced Shawn Michaels, you know, back at that WrestleMania. That that's like seeing these sure. like old people who the business usually pushes them away, but AEW is doing the opposite and it's welcoming them back in. Well, because so, I just find that very like interesting.
3: That, I I think with like the older talent, especially like a lot of the roles you've seen them in, like you know Jake the Snake Roberts, Arn Anderson. uh Uh, Blanchard you know they're more of an managerial role and I I think that's very smart you know you bring in the names give them the rub the younger talent and also I'm sure the backstage you know they're helping mold this younger talent as far as like you know character work promo work in ring work you know and and brother not
0: for nothing if any promotion needs that is it's AEW. It's, AEW. AEW, it's because,
3: AEW, Absolutely. It's because a, a smart
0: move. Yeah, because AEW has been really focused on getting that independent wrestling talent, the talent that we've been seeing in our backyard for the last few years. We know that they're great, but you know, are they WWE ready? Maybe not. But now AEW is putting those veterans like a Sting, like an R Anderson, like a Jake Roberts to help mold this new talent. And I love it. I love it, and Chris Jericho too. You got to put him yeah, in that category. You know,
3: he's, even though he's older, like you know, he's, he can still go in the ring, obviously, and he's an in-ring general. Even Hulk Hogan called him one of the greatest in-ring generals that he's ever worked with. That he let Chris Jericho call some of his matches, yeah. which Hogan doesn't necessarily do, right? You know, so that speaks volumes about Jericho's legacy. So you have all these people there that are helping fine-tune this young talent, and AEW's playing it smart. They're playing the long game. They're not necessarily here just for like you know a flash in the pan. You know they're here to stay, and I think that's what this, these type of signings—that's uh, what they symbolize. I, I just wish
0: I Sting was more in a managerial role. That, that's that's it. But you know you don't know that that's not going to happen either. I mean he just uh, he well, debuted, you know. he put himself out there. I mean you are reading into the clues correctly. I think uh, seeing a graphic with a with a win loss column uh, definitely uh, insinuates that you know he may get into the ring, and I wouldn't put it past right. them to do that. Uh, Michael J. Putty, I mean, you're not a big AEW yeah, mark, but... You've been pretty quiet about this, What do you man? think?
2: I don't care.
1: <laughs> Sting never, sorry, Sting never moved the needle for me. I don't care about Sting. Never been a Sting fan. Don't. I mean, I respect the guy before he's done this business. Don't care. He's in the AEW. All right, that's fine. I don't care. Don't gonna make me tune into AEW. Okay, congratulations. Good luck. Just, just prove to me that you are nobody in this business until you step foot into a WWE ring. And that's what Sting did. He had to make a name for himself. He signed to WWE, failed miserably. I mean, we dude, failed, failed miserably.
0: miserably. Are you kidding? He me? got that,
1: hurt. That match. No, no, I'm thinking it's not his fault. But that match with Triple H wasn't that great. His program with Seth Rollins wasn't that great. And then he got hurt. It, it sucked. But it just. You're being Sting. very harsh.
3: That match with Triple H was very damn good, I thought. I thought I it was pretty good. It was. I, it's like, all right, I told a great story. But I'm hating him.
1: I'm I think not... the only
0: criticism I have on that, like, if we're just going to talk about the Triple H and, and Sting match, the only criticism I, I would have is too many cooks in that kitchen. Way too many. I, I feel like there are definitely too many in-ring generals who want to be like, Oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do this. Well, let's just do all of it.
1: DX, NWO, <laughs> X-Pac on both sides. It, was, uh, it turned me off. Like I said, I'm not a Sting fan. I thought it was awesome. But good though. luck to them. Glad I hope to he, be hope there. he succeeds in AEW. Hope they get what they need out of him. And uh, good luck. Okay. Great. Not excited. don't okay. care. Didn't mark out at all. could care last week. You know, again, Abel, you know how I feel. We had many a rant in the first two years when on the show about the man that call
2: Sting.
1: <laughs> Great. Congratulations, Sting. Enough about that. Let's move on. Speaking of Sting, Sting. AEW ended with <laughs> Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley. Oh. Spoiler alert. To win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, Omega was assisted by current Impact executive Don Callis for the win. Following the bout, Callis announced that Omega will be headed to Impact this coming Tuesday on AXS TV TV, to discuss his title win. Now, the relationship between Impact and AEW right now is not currently scheduled to be so intertwined. Omega's appearance is scheduled to be a one-off appearance and largely due as a favorite to Don Callis. Now, beyond Omega making that appearance, it's also relayed to us that the Good Brothers will be coming to AEW for one match, I assume, against the Young Bucks or maybe FTR. Dope. Um, this coming Tuesday, we'll set that up. Now, furthermore, there are rumors that Don Callis' contract with Impact is coming up, and he may be coming to AEW full-time as Omega's on-screen manager. I did not watch this surprise, but this uh, this got me excited. This, I did mark out for this a
3: little bit. It's shocking, man. Another shocker here in one, in, in one night. Yeah, two yeah, two for one. So great job, AEW for that, and and Impact as well for for that partnership. Like, did anyone ever see this coming? Like, I I, I would. There were times when I would wonder, like, oh, that would be cool if AEW Impact if they if they work together or something like that. And here we are.
1: I don't know how anybody can have guessed that. Um, I saw him do commentary for like one of the last pay per views they had. Yeah, oh shit, Callis is there. That's cool. I saw me and Great Man had many conversations off the air. How cool it would be if WWE expanded their universe or talked about other things and. That's one of the things I liked about Impact commentary is they don't live in a universe. They talk about other people's WWE accomplishments. They talk about AEW. They talk mm-hmm. about Ring of Honor. They talk about Lucha Underground, New Japan. And it's
0: their audience. Their audience is smart. They, they don't, recognize yeah. that. They respect their audience. So They're not uh, stupid. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a universe outside they of there. They
1: respect it. And this just, just seems to be encapsulating. That's how you build fans, by making people talk. And this has definitely got everybody talking this week.
3: It definitely does. And I, and I have to wonder, you know, does this help more so AEW or does this help more Impact? Impact hands
1: down right agreed they're on a list network their ratings are a fraction of what
0: i think they're getting do you think do you think don Callis asked for the favor or do you think omega's like let me throw you a bone like because you mentioned like he called in a favor but like i'm sure it's a mutual. How, how do you bring up that conversation so uh omega you know um could you please you know uh win the aw championship and call on my show please like uh- how does that come up in conversation
1: I'm just curious how far back this went, because me and Mark talked about last week. Impact finished their tapings a week or two ago. Right. So how far in advance do they know this is
3: going to happen? Is everything going to be on the fly? So it's That's the world true. It, 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 if, they, if they planned this a while ago, hands off to them for keeping it a secret for so long. Yeah, man. Like, I have heard no rumblings about this whatsoever. None. You know, so, I, I mean, I, I'm just... That's I'm what, just amazed right now. Well, about well, this, man, you, well, we haven't seen anything truly like this. So, I mean, the last time we saw some sort of invasion, really, was uh, was with uh, WCW and, and ECW and WWE. Well, that or was, WWF at that, that time. Was, uh, and,
1: that was planned. I think that it was ECW with Raw when Vince McMahon was helping them that's out. That's true. There, that there was, was that. A, that was the first, like, what what's going on here? Who's these guys? Like, we knew about WCW coming in. But ECW coming in back in the 90s, that was a little weird.
3: Now, do you think this is going to lead to like a merger of sorts, or is it going to be like a once a year thing? Well, let's track it uh, back it a little bit. Because,
0: let's track it back a little bit because if you wanted to see signs of what actually did just recently happen, maybe you could just go back a little bit further back when N-A- NWA introduced Thunder Rosa into the sure. fold of AEW. Maybe that sure. conversation with NWA and the way that the relationship was working out. Maybe it was AEW who said, you know, let me not just reach out to NWA. Let me also reach out to Impact Wrestling. Let me reach out to New Japan Wrestling and see uh, what kind of business we could do. I love it. I, gotta, I gotta be, I'm really excited. And I thought I thought about you two yeah. from the very beginning. I said, Mark and Putty must be going crazy,
3: and I love uh, it absolutely. Absolutely. Because... Putty, we need we need to put some like <laughs> wagers on this for who's going to win what when AEW faces. Impact Wrestling.
1: Well, it sounds like it's just going to be one match the Good Brothers versus the Young Bucks or FDR. It's I, going to be more than one match. I don't know what Kenny Omega's going to be doing on Impact.
0: Well, let's talk about that. Like, Michael J. Putty, you're yes. big into Impact. Who are the big players who may interfere in uh, Omega's moose. announcement? Moose. Give me some Moose. <laughs> why Moose? Why Why do you think Moose may interrupt this, this uh, celebration of Omega's AEW championship win?
1: 'Cause the way Moose is just setting himself up with the T N A World Heavyweight Championship. Mm. Now he's making a play for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Mr.
0: Impact Wrestling. That's right. You know?
1: So now he has a chance to prove himself not only be the five star the best athlete in Impact, but now being the AEW world champion. Huh. Put Moose on the map. My vote is for Moose. My man and my faction. By the way, my faction is successful unlike Mark Schwann's.
3: <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time I play the long game.
1: But also everyone else is tied up. You have Sammy Callahan going against Eddie Edwards right now. That feud, Kenny Shamrock's thrown in there. And we have Rich Swan now some sort of mm-hmm,
0: – mm-hmm. we're not
1: sure what's going on with Rich champion Swan.
0: Champion versus – well, but champion versus champion. Impact champion versus uh, AEW champion. I could best, see that. Best of the
1: best. Survivor Series. That's a good title for it.
3: We talked about it, how you feel like that it helps Impact more. But here's the sense where I feel like AEW gets a bit of a rub. Impact's women's division, their knockouts division, is probably the best in wrestling today. And the one knock that AEW continuously gets is the fact that they, they don't necessarily have a strong women's division. I, I, I feel like AEW could benefit from this. A, a feud, if you will, with Impact and AEW, you see the women uh, battle it out.
0: Does uh, does uh, WWE own uh, the term war games? Because believe- this would be a great war games pay-per-view. Yeah, I believe they do. <laughs> Impact Wrestling, AEW, I mean, NWA, sure. war games, you know?
1: Worlds Collide. World War they, Three. They,
3: they can improve on it. Yeah, they they can make it their own thing. There's a lot of possibilities here, man. And I've, like us wrestling fans, we we definitely win in this.
0: I was I was reading through some of the the, the comments on social media that uh, pretty much said, you know, the Bullet Club is really has taken over. Professional wrestling in all organizations. So when you look at Kenny Omega in AEW, you have the Good Brothers, and you have Finn Balor. Like they've all stemmed from New Japan Pro Wrestling and this Bullet Club, and they've each gone to every organization, stayed at their claim, yeah, and made a name for themselves. So as much as Michael J. Perry, you like to see Moose, I think I would like to see the Good Brothers coming on, giving uh, a little too sweet to Kenny Omega.
3: That would be very interesting to see. Yeah. Is it's Kenny Omega, like, defecting to Impact? I mean, there's, again, there's a lot of storylines that can play out here. Uh, it depends necessarily how long they, they plan to go on this for. And what's the payoff, uh, what's the payoff here? What's the payoff? I, there's a lot. I feel like there's, they really have to try to fuck this up. Like, they would have to take notes from WWE how to fuck up an invasion. <laughs> now, what,
1: what kind of invasion like, is this? Because now Kenny Omega's going to Impact. Is impact invading AEW? Is it just a coup that they're stealing their top guy? I'm curious to see how this plays out and you can find out Tuesday, AXS T V.
3: Well, one thing for sure. Impact on Tuesday is probably gonna have its highest ratings. Probably ever.
0: well well played on that, by the way. Because it's totally. not like it's not like just Omega's just showing up unknown and it's a big surprise it's like no motherfucker we are going to tell you that we're bringing the champion on tuesday night so come on tune in call your local cable provider if you do not have access
1: access tv A-X-S TV. and you know it's hate to be an asshole but little things annoy me but like when don Callis and uh, kenny omega were running to the car <laughs> how convenient the reporter was right there, right there. waiting <laughs> for them like, okay. well listen Suspend, you know, suspend this belief, I guess,
0: but no, 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 no. Listen, I know you guys. Reporters are... always know where to hang out, my man. <laughs> yes, they exactly. Paparazzi. Thank you. That's his car. Thank you. I know that for a fact. Listen, I know Michael J. Putty, Mark Schwan, you guys are used to being in commentary. You're behind the table. You're calling the action. You know, I'm one of those guys who's been in the trenches, who's been backstage. You know, you have to be ready at every single moment. And you never know when that opportunity is going to hit where you're going to get that interview. Okay? Someone coming yeah, through the curtain.
3: Man, you sneak up on in under the stall sometimes, man. Anytime,
0: anywhere, the microphone is live and you got to be ready to go. So kudos to my man who was just hiding, waiting for his opportunity, feeling it out. Because sometimes, you know, maybe you called the wrong shot. Maybe, maybe they went the other way. But he saw a car waiting. He saw a car waiting. He's like, someone very important is going to get in that Suburban. And I'm going to be there when that car opens its door. And lucky for him, it was Kenny Omega and Don Callis. So kudos.
1: So this partnership with an impact, quote unquote, partnership between Impact and AEW who's rocked the wrestling world. How do the people inside the WWE universe feel about this? Oh, Triple H was asked really during a media call for NXT Takeover
2: War Games this Sunday on pay per view and the WWE Network.
1: Let's hear what he has to
2: say. Uh, you know, look in in what you've seen in the past, uh, progress, ICW, evolve, all those things. Yeah, I and mean, we're we're open for business in a lot of in a lot of ways, and a lot of things, and a lot of everything, and people's thoughts, misperceptions, their um their perceived knowledge of what we do, how we think, and all that stuff is often greatly uh, misinterpreted and, and not necessarily accurate so look, are we are we, are we open to the right business um, opportunities um yeah, at any given time, we're open to things, and it just depends on what they are and are they beneficial to us the long term and again, when I say long term, I'm not talking about three months or six months, long-term, 10 years, you know, 10 years, 15 years from now, is that beneficial? Is that meaningful? Is it long-term? Is it, is it, that's how we think it's much longer in, in duration, not, not necessarily worried about the, the minute by minutes. It's the, it's the long duration. And so open for business. I think you hear Vince say that a lot. I've been around him long enough to know that if it's the right thing and it's meaningful to business, he, you know, he's open to anything.
1: Are they open for business? Though they exist in their own private little universe, they don't talk about anything. like just talk about impact. Talks about other companies. They don't talk about other companies.
0: How convenient.
1: Um, do you see them partnering with anybody that is not under their current umbrella of network? No, libraries? they're
3: just gonna they're just gonna buy out companies. That's what they, They're not game. They're not game to like help uh, other promotions get a little bit of a rub or whatever. You know, they are just there for their own personal greed. You know, I, I listen. They talking about. Like, WWE playing ball with anyone? <laughs> I mean,
0: when was the last time we saw that? Okay, Never. See, now, now that would have been a very interesting statement if that's what Triple H said. We're, we're willing to play ball with anybody. He said we're open for business. When the F did the WWE close for business? Who said that the WWE was closed for business? If anything, your business has been so open, it has allowed COVID to infiltrate your business because you have been wow, so okay, open. All right? You are got, in he's, Florida, he's NXT, back up, WrestleMania, back up. Too loud. open this. for business. Everybody, come on in. We're not doubting that you're open for business. But Mark Schwan, you mentioned it correctly. Are they willing to play ball with other businesses? And that is what they're not willing to and do. Basically, they said no because no. he said
1: they're willing to listen to the right ones if it's long-term, 10, 15 years. Not like the minute. What companies make partnerships for 10, 15 years?
3: Yeah. Especially uh, in the rest It of the doesn't world. happen. It doesn't happen. You're talking about a buyout. That's what they're talking yeah. about really here. And and what are they going to do? Like they already bought out Evolve.
0: Uh, they Great point. That, I mean, that's the closest you, you thing. Know, like, well, what, what else is out there really? We, know, are, you're gonna buy we are. We are open for
1: business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am willing. Ready? Just get the paycheck, uh, the checkbook ready to go and I'm willing to sign on the dotted line.
3: I mean you can even you know, let's talk about the podcast game. WWE has their own podcast channel. Yep. With their own superstars. L- listen, they're not down to play nice with anyone. They want that sandbox all for themselves. That's it. Triple H felt forced to make a statement like that, but does anyone really believe Very it? True.
0: No. No,
3: no they're does. not. He Listen, he does what's best for business. And what's best for business is to give a PR headline. Mhm. So it makes WWE look better. But listen, wrestling fans, we've been around for a long time. We could see through the bullshit, and and that's what that was.
1: Me and Green were talking before the show started about this very same topic. Mm-hmm. And it, talking about partnership with WWE, it reminded me of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. Yeah, they'll, part, they'll partner with you. They'll come to the party, but they're going to fucking kill everybody and take <laughs> everything <else> for themselves.
3: <laughs> so... um Yeah, good luck with that. They'll play with your dead limbs. That's what they'll do.
0: But it's, I think, a lack of just the way that they've done things. uh, um, I don't think they are at the point where they're creative enough and are willing to take the risk to let someone into their fold and work with them. You know what I'm saying? They're used to seeing – but they're used to to being able to be the big company – who right. could buy anything they want. And if they see something that's worth buying, they'll bring you in and then buy you.
3: Right. I mean, that's their MO. I mean, even just look back in the territory days when they had their handshakes uh, with all the uh, the owners of these different territories saying, hey, we're not going to compete with you ever. You have our word. And then what happens? Red wedding. Boom. <laughs> Red wedding. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. end of the territories. WWE comes out as the sole winner, the last man standing. Until WCW came around.
1: And look what happened to that, Mark.
3: Fuck exactly. that. look what happened to that.
1: The we won. Red we won. Wedding. We're
3: still standing. <laughs> would it, would, it any, would any promotion want to work with WWE like this? No. Right. Just look at the history.
0: You'd you're have to be an idiot. Right. You're absolutely right. Unless no, you're looking for a okay, payday. Bullshit. There, you know what's weird? There's still people out there who are willing to work with the WWE because they are the WWE. But, Mark, you're, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Why? Look at the track record. Look at what they've done with their companies. Evolve, you should have seen this coming.
1: You asked me who gets a bigger rub, Impact, or AEW. Any company that partners with WWE gets the rub. WWE's not going to get the rub from anybody because they're just the be-all, end-all right now. So why bother? They don't need it. They're just going to red wedding everybody.
3: The only, the only thing that Evolve benefit from this is like they got a payday. They they got bought out. It's more of a favor, if anything, and then they had some of their top talents get signed. Leon
1: Roth, uh Joe Gacy. We had uh, they they picked Randy they, Lauren. They picked yeah, oof, Brandy Randy Lauren. I they, mean, like yeah, that,
3: that, that, was, that was probably the that was probably the biggest beneficiary there from any um, buyout or whatever you want to call it from them playing acquisition the game. acquisition. If uh, That's good work, good work. You. you know, it, I mean, Evolve just needed help.
1: Speaking of this topic, I guess we're going to talk about a lot more in T V Takedown.
2: It's time for this week's TV Takedown. I'm I mean, we have talking about enough about
1: TV, but uh, it's time to talk about some TV Takedown. Great man, what do you got for me tonight?
0: Well, we've already talked about how great AEW was. So let me give you a little bit more, okay? Oh, because there's one thing that we haven't talked about, and that's the production value of this episode of AEW Dynamite. I mean, this was the show that kept on giving. It was like Christmas came early, but like super early, like at the beginning of the month, because it was lit AF. Is that what the kids say nowadays?
1: 20 years ago, they did.
0: Okay. Um, Now, Michael J. Putty, you and I, we took media studies in college. So this is why, while everybody's creaming over Stang and they're creaming over Omega, I'm creaming over the production and the marketing over Winter is coming. Every superstar on the AEW roster received a graphic that they posted all over on their social media. Got everybody interested about this show called Winter is Coming. And boy, we did not expect winter to be that strong. So kudos to the marketing team. Kudos to the production team. Even the little details of when Steam came out and it was snowing. And just bringing that whole story of Winter is coming to his debut, it, it it wasn't lazy. And, you know, we've talked about the WWE sometimes being lazy or phoning it in because this is how you're not lazy. You think about everything and how everybody contributes to the product to make it successful. And this is exactly what AEW did.
3: Now, Abel, I have to ask you, you know, we're a little bit over a year with AEW dynamite on tv um, have they been exceeding your expectations now i mean they just almost got to a million viewers and winter is coming uh, as you mentioned they do a fantastic job marketing they knocked it out it was a great show from start to finish you know like
0: 2021 around the corner
3: I, I i see them doing bigger and better things
0: absolutely i think ever since full gear their first full gear pay-per-view where i wasn't too hyped about the card but then they produce a really well-produced product that got me really excited to be there. Ever since then, AEW Dynamite has pulled a pay-per-view show week after week. They invest on their people debuting. They invest on new talent. They invest on growing the talent that they have. They invest on bringing people to put the shine on the talent that they have. They There's so much that they do to deliver a great episode of Dynamite week in and week out uh yeah i i agree with you like 2021 if this was their 2020 where most people were taking a back seat and like who knows like aw could trump wwe one day wow big statement there abel you really think that absolutely uh they're doing something that the independent wrestling scene. And it's something that I love about the independent wrestling scene community. It's, it's a sense of working together, of working together with promotions, getting that. We are though, more of
3: a community. Yeah. They're more, more harmony, but, um, harmonious than, than WWE is.
0: And even though each wrestler looks to put themselves over, you know, working in that community, it's a group effort to put on a show. It's not just that one person. Everybody comes together. And this collaboration with NWA and this collaboration with impact wrestling shows that independent wrestling community is alive and could be alive in a stage as big as AEW. So yeah, I could totally see that. The biggest,
3: the biggest difference I see between AEW and uh, with WWE is that the, the talent from every single level, they just seem like they're having fun on AEW. They seem like they're having a good time. They're truly enjoying what they're doing over there. Uh, as opposed to WWE, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, every talent in WWE is not having a good time or enjoying their, their work. But, you know, you hear a lot of the grumblings uh, what goes on in the locker room and how they feel. Right. I mean, heck, we just had we just had Live Forever, the documentary up here on WWE Network. You know, so you, you see like, the inner workings of WWE and what happens when pushes get, uh, get stalled or, or you know, matches get canceled with, uh, with undercard talent. And, you know, we, we hear a lot of it when these wrestlers get released or the contract is up and how they feel about the WWE uh, executives.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one thing we haven't touched uh, the topic of in in the show, I think you guys have even have not talked about it, but we've always talked about how that WWE talent is coming to AEW and we're talking about who's that next independent star going to AEW. But there will come a time when... It's that AEW talent looking to make a name for themselves, looking to be the man in another promotion is going to come. It happened with WCW when Jericho Booker T left WCW and went to WWE to make a bigger name for themselves because WWE does have that larger reach. So, I'm sure
3: eventually we will get to see that crossover, but...
0: Can I ask? I don't, you? Think we'll see as, I don't think we'll see as much
3: because I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, you, it's no secret on, on how talent how would they feel about WWE when they feel like you know they're not getting that creative push or when they have no say in their character or in their matches or you know they're being underutilized or not even utilized at all. You know, it, it, it's it sounds like it's a toxic atmosphere there in the WWE locker room. I'm not saying that's going to be forever with WWE, but that's what it seems like it is right now. Uh, and you know if. If you're an AEW, why would you leave that atmosphere for something like that?
0: Because there, it, it's going to come to a point where you are going to be tired of being the Sammy Guevara's of the world, the MJF's of the world, the Dar- Darby Allen you, of the world. But there's going to be a time. WWE? Wait, What are we talking about? There is going to be a time when you want to be the Dwayne The Rock Johnsons of the world, the Hulk Hogan's of the world, and it's going to take a big move to leave AEW and go make that name for yourself. So I leave you with this question. I want you guys to post it all over your social media because I'm very interested to find out who is going to be that first talent that deflects from AEW to go to the WWE and make a name for themselves and build a legacy over there. My vote is for MJF. I think MJF is going I, to be the I,
3: I one. Of all people, I don't see MJF doing that.
0: Uh, I really don't. Okay. Who? Do you, Do you have a name? I, you want to think about it.
1: Again, you ain't nobody I, in this business unless you can
3: step foot and say you made it in WWE. Just saying that. I mean, your boy Abel, our boy Green Man, just said it here. You could you could replay the what he just said. He thinks AEW is going to surpass WWE one day. So if Absolutely. that is the case, if that is the case, why would why would you leave? Especially if you're rocking out, have a good time now. If you if you have storylines, if you're enjoying your work, you have solid matches, you have legends there, you have talent that you like to work with there, and you're building something great. Why would you leave that? Uh, but it's going to come. Especially the if you, especially if you surpass WWE. But if AEW becomes this big... I'm calling you out on what you're saying. If you surpass WWE, obviously you become the big dog. You become the alpha company. So at that point, why would you want to go to a second tier? I'm using air quotes. A second tier company. (laughs) At that point,
0: like It's the reason the world turns around, Mark. It's the reason that you wake up every morning and put on your pants to go to the set. It's all about the money. Okay.
3: But if listen, man, if AEW passes WWE, at that point, they would have to have the money, right?
0: You would they would hope have to so. have the money. You would hope so. But WWE is going to get to the point where they're going to want that AEW talent, and they're going to be willing to shed a lot of money. Think about how much money Omega, before he turned into being a big part of AEW, was thrown to be part of the WWE. Think about the ask, millions of dollars let me ask, he let me turned let me down. Ask the
3: Biggest WWE fan in this booth right here, Putty. Is there anyone from AEW that you want to see in WWE and that could really excel over there? The
1: Eddie, Eddie Kingston.
3: Ooh. Oh, okay. But here is the thing with Eddie Kingston: Would they let him be Eddie Kingston? No. in WWE. I don't think so. No.
2: But no. yeah,
1: he has the. Uh, I love what he did in Impact. I don't know, know too much about his in-ring Great work. Name from what I I saw his day. Of course, I saw his debut. I'm a fan of his uh, when he went against Cody Rhodes for the um, TNT Championship, and his just his on-screen charisma right now is second to none. Um, and I think that he would excel in the WWE if given a chance. Uh, not as a ring worker, I think. As that's a as thing. A voice. If given the chance, yeah, and that's a. If, and if, we all know Vince don't like unhomegrown homegrown talent, so uh, I don't see that happening though. I think if they get Eddie Kingston, it'll be a steal. Team him up, maybe with uh, somebody I... who needs. A, some, team him up with somebody who needs a mouthpiece. And what see, makes
3: uh, what makes Eddie Kingston so special though is that Eddie they let him be him. You know, they, yeah. they let him be raw. They let him be real. WWE would never, ever, 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 ever let him do that.
0: That's why. What, what, uh... is, what is that quote that they they that's very popular? They say it all the time. I think it might have come from the WWE, too, and all of professional wrestling. Never say never. never.
1: Somebody I'm a big fan of still to this day, uh, one of the reasons I got into Impact, E. lie, Drake. And I would love to see him in the WWE ring, but they won't let him probably, they'll probably put the cuffs on him as well. They won't give him the creative freedom on the mic. He's one of the best on the mics in this business. I'm surprised he does not have a home right now. We'll talk about that in the year-end awards in 2021 coming up. But Eli Drake is somebody I think will also be a great pickup for AEW. That's not the question, but I'm just going to throw it out there right now as well. Fair enough. Mark, what's your uh, takedown this
3: week? So my takedown, of course, is uh, you know Kenny Omega winning the AEW championship. Did not see that happening. It was a great match. And then, of course, the surprise at the end where we find out that he's going to go to impact. But we talked about that already, so I can go so on and on, be, on about that. But real but, quick,
1: though, like we talked about the ending. Do you like the match itself?
3: I did like the match okay. itself. I thought they put on a very good match. But, you know, we, as I said, we talked about it already. I, I want to talk about something else real fast. My honorable mention, the, the one that's next up here, is I love the match in NXT between uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Yes, that was my surprise as I, well.
3: Great match. I, I thought that was a damn good match, a great finish. <laughs> I'm just like amazed with Raquel Gonzalez. I, I think she has all the tools – to be a star in this industry. Uh, do you think she's ready for a, a major push now, Putty?
1: Not, not yet. I mean, she's, she is a part of my stable that we talked about with Moose, that right. you just totally ignored her. And right.
3: she, she called me out. She <laughs> pissed you
1: out on uh, social medias, which is great. That's why I love her so much. Um, <laughs> she has all- She puts you in your place, though. She has all the good. tools right there. She just needs to get further more developed in the ring. And, but she's coming along quite nicely, and I'm looking forward to her future.
3: I mean, that that match, that match on uh, NXT, and then, you know, of course, we record the shows on Friday, so we haven't even seen what happened at War Games yet, but if, if what happened on Wednesday night at NXT is any indication what's going to happen at War Games, sign me up, I'm all in for it, man.
1: She has the potential to be a show stealer that uh, that night.
3: Oh, 1,000%.
1: So now you're coming, 1, you want to join my stable? Because you're, you're agreeing with everybody I picked. <laughs> I'm not sure what Rock's daughter's doing right now or Tessa Blanchard's doing right <laughs> these days, but my stable's kind of kicking ass right now.
3: Right now? Just wait for it.
1: Wait yeah, for I'll it. I'll wait 10 man. years. That's I'm fine. telling you. I'll wait 10 years. Mark,
0: Mark Schwann plays the long game, apparently.
3: I do play the long <laughs> game. That's all I baby. Abel, what, how, how do you feel about Raquel Gonzalez, man?
0: She's a beautiful woman. he's tight. Okay, okay oh.
3: besides that, Abel, you perv. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to all your pervs and pervets out there uh she's a beautiful woman uh i agree i agree with michael j putty she um she's definitely uh someone who is going to continue to work her craft and get better and better iron sharpens iron i think going into war games you know she has a great opponent so i think they're gonna do a great job on on, on their match storytelling and sky's the limit for that girl
1: jumping the gun uh hey. you're in award show uh Two to three years, she'll be in the Men's Royal Rumble.
0: Really? Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: She'll win
0: it or she'll be She'll be in she'll it. Women
1: ain't going to win the Men's Royal Rumble, but she'll be in Del it.
0: Gonzalez, yeah. really? She'll be
1: in it, eliminate somebody, and uh, that she'll be the huh. – make a name for herself there.
3: It's believable. She's a badass. Yeah,
1: yeah I am often right, Mark. You listening listen to me every now and I don't,
0: then.
3: I don't
1: see that, but okay. You don't see a lot of things until you come and then you say, oh, Buddy was right about that.
3: This is what I see. I, I see her and Dakota Kai going to a rivalry pretty damn soon. That, that's what I see.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll go into rivalry NXT, and then one of them will break off into the main roster.
3: Yeah, probably. Uh, probably Dakota Kai at that point. Yeah, probably. I think she's more ready. is What the word? She's more ready. I think Raquel Gonzalez. She would benefit from staying at NXT a little bit. I, I think she, NXT. I think she's more uh, more along the way than than you're giving her credit for actually, buddy. Uh, but, you know, I think the NXT, they, they need strong young talent over there. Raquel Gonzalez could definitely be the face for NXT for at least the next year or so.
1: she be my face and my dreams many times
3: in the future. <laughs> Both of you pervs. Buddy, what was your takedown?
1: So I knew our takedowns would be dominated by the uh, AEW Dynamite, Winter's Coming, Red Wedding thing. <laughs> so I was trying to think of something that people won't be talking about. Sometimes I like to think. Pick the little things. Yeah. People what 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 are not people talking about? People should be talking about. Right.
2: And Enlighten God, they, us.
1: gosh darn was I surprised about the tag team match on Impact. Pin Jordan Grace, Jazz, Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle, four women who have not tagged before. And that match was just fantastic. Wow. It was a really good match. Wow, I was really I, I wasn't I expected with Jazz, Jordan Grace to be a squash match. Hmm. Renee Michelle and Killer Kelly won't do much. They'll get maybe some offense in, but that was a well balanced, well timed, intriguing match, and it helped build not only Jordan Grace and Jazz excelling into this the tournament, but put jo- uh, Renee Michelle and Killer Kelly on the map for Impact Wrestling right now.
3: I have two questions for you, Putty. One of which, Renee Michelle and Killer Kelly, you see them having a future as knockouts in uh, in Impact?
1: Individually or a team? Either or? Uh, I'm not too sure yet. I think Killer Kelly, they're higher on because she had a singles match last week. But I definitely see it's there. And going back to the commentary you talk talking about Impact, they mentioned Renee Michelle's history with the uh, May Young Classic. Going back to the fact that they realized we're not stupid. Like, WWE would never mention another company's tournament. They mentioned the May Young Classic as part of her experience and history. And I think they like Renee Michelle. I think Renee Michelle's a good fit there. And I'm hoping the future is bright for her there.
3: I hope so, man, because you know she, she, she was very impressive. I've seen her in the ring before; she's very impressive. Those would be two big acquisitions for Impact. It would just solidify their division there as being the best in the business. Now, my next question, though: Jordan Grace and and Jazz. You know, obviously yeah. never seen before. Jazz looked like she hasn't lost a step. Yeah. Jordan Grace, obviously one of the best in the business. Uh, which was, I think, top 10 in the PWI Women's yeah. um, 100, right? I, so with that being said, are they the new favorites to win the Impact Tag Team Champions?
1: Definitely throws a wrench in my prediction. Definitely go farther. I think they might even go to the finals. But I'm still picking uh, Tasha Steele's and um, Kira Hogan? Kira Hogan, thank you.
0: I, I, I was really uh, happy with the insertion of, uh, of Jazz into this tag team with Jordan Grace because a lot of the internet community was really uh, behind the fact that it maybe could have been Lufisto. Lufisto, who had seen previously with Jordan Grace in the independent scene. Cool. Uh, I was
1: thinking about that. Cool. They
0: were really, and you know, Lufisto was denying it this whole time. And, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like thinking like, you know, I, I could see that happening, uh, but it didn't happen. And what Better person to jazz than Jazz to make that come back to uh, Impact Wrestling and alongside uh, Jordan Grace. It's great. I like it. I like it.
3: I feel like there's a lot of different ways to go in this tournament right now. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think uh, Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan are the hands down favorite anymore as I thought they would be. You know, I, I think Jordan Grace and Jazz definitely throw a wrench into that plan.
1: Huge. Yeah, wrench. I,
3: I think. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a great accomplishment for both of them you know, especially after jazz we we didn't even think we'd see jazz in the ring again she just retired not too long ago but yeah. here she is she's back in the ring and what a powerhouse team they are
0: mark you have questions for everybody i have a question for you do you think as a knockouts tag team champion who is more beatable the team of kira hogan and tasha Steels tasha Steeles, or the team of jazz and jordan grace
3: now here's the thing. This is why I love Tasha Steele's and Kira Hogan. They are the most beatable team. Yeah. I, you would believe them when they when they, lo- when they lose.
0: Which is um, why I have to agree with Michael J. Putty that they would win the championship. But they, always, they always find a way to win, though. Right. they do
3: find ways to win. And they count them out story. quite a bit. But they're they are so impressive in that ring. They work well as a unit, uh, and you know I think they take advantage of the fact that they're pretty much always considered the underdogs.
0: Yeah, but if you pick a team to win the championship and win it all as tough and as strong as Jordan Grace and Jazz, and there's not a favorable team that you could think could actually beat them, then you're already I mean, are – you've lost, you know?
3: You probably know the bracket better than I do off the top of your head. You know, who, who else did There's There's uh, Havoc and um... –
1: Nevaeh, which I was my uh, finals prediction, but I think now it's going to be a Jordan Grace-Jazz maybe.
0: I don't think there's a team that could beat did Jordan – Racing jazz Rose in the and- Yeah,
1: uh, they're coming up. They're still in the first round, so we'll see what happens with them next week on Access TV. And the world's watching with Kenny Omega on Access TV. Hey, Access TV Tuesday nights, eight o'clock. We played at night eleven.
0: But I don't get that channel. Well, gonna what are you going to miss out? What I do? You're going to miss out, my friend. Oh man.
1: Want to hang out at Mark house? Okay. okay.
3: Why? Why did you just invite him over to my place? I, I have to ask the wife.
1: So, so does he. That's his wife too. Who cares?
0: Well listen, let's do something that uh doesn't happen when it's just Mark Schwann and Michael J. Putty on the show. Why don't we ask Michael J. Putty what his TV takedown was? We did. We, just, we did
3: we just did that. We just we just went over it, Abel.
1: Finish your drink.
0: Could we have more shots of wrestling, please?
3: No, you're cut off, my man.
1: <laughs> you're done. On that note, let's get in some go-home thoughts. Great, man. come you- on? What's going on in that mind of yours?
0: Thank you so much for uh, having me here tonight. It's been a while since I've been drinking. It's been a while since I've been talking about wrestling. I had a great time. You know, Michael G. Putty, you say it all the time. I sometimes believe you. Sometimes I don't. But it is true. Shot of wrestling. When you're here, you're family. Yes. You know? So thank you for always having that welcoming home for me to come back home to anytime, it, bro. It's, it's been it's been great it's been a great show i love shooting the shit with you guys talking about wrestling there's a lot going on in our personal lives and to be able to have tonight just one night with you guys it means a lot so thank you anytime bro we'll see you in the six months
3: <laughs> Why are you laughing? Now, originally Abel, you were supposed to cover for me i, I wasn't going to make the show so i, I want to thank you for for uh for coming on and coming back uh, even though I was able to completely make it on time here. Totally,
1: so, on, t- totally on time. Actually, you're early.
0: i like, okay. Yeah. Ladies and I gentlemen, do, I couldn't believe it. You're welcome for the ratings. Marcus. Yeah, we've got really silent after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Michael J. Putty is going to insert the audio of the fans cheering. Oh, a laugh track. That's yes. Crazy. yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the Oh, yeah, a laugh track. Better yet. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, My go-home thought is, uh, dude, so this weekend I am buying a tree for the first time. Like a real Christmas tree.
1: Really? I've I'm I'm never, never been a real tree guy.
3: Yeah, don't buy really.
1: Isn't real trees not good for dogs? Don't they eat like the needles?
3: and? Oh, yeah. You know, that's a good point. Maybe I should oh. talk to my wife about that.
0: They start fires, Apparently she, too. You got be, be would, very careful love. with how you wire it.
3: Yeah, you got to be able to lights to use. You see, See, now, now, now you're making me want to backtrack this. Now I, I don't think this is a good idea. Anymore. Well, no, because
0: it's not it, a good
1: idea. We're trying to it, tell you, it's and it's a g-
0: live tree, so you got to water it. Got to water it. You yeah, because s- it's, like it's like a plant.
1: We're talking to Mark Schwann here. His fucking third assistant's assistant You'll has ha- fucking. That's
0: enough. right. You don't. You don't have to worry about that. You're just doing. You're just going to go pick a tree for the photo op, and yeah. then you're really not picking the tree. <laughs> I got it. I got it.
3: I haven't had a real tree since, like, probably since I was a kid. I I don't know. I get get the point. You know, my wife wants to make it feel like more Christmas. She she wants to be. um, It's for like more so like sanity for both of us because we're not seeing our families uh, live in person for Christmas. So, you know, the whole idea is you know try to do something nice here for us, uh, which I'm all for. But you, you guys bring up some logical points here about why I shouldn't get a tree.
1: Oh, get a tree! Just get a fucking fake one.
3: Yeah. I mean, we have a fake one. It's just not very tall. <laughs> how, you, how tall you need a tree to be? I, I like like more than just like a, a mini tree.
1: To get, buy a big tree. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm.
3: What's your take hmm. on that? Uh, that's all I have.
1: We're going to hanging out with you guys. Green Man in person. Casa de Putty, not in the studio. We haven't seen you hang out since God one.
0: It's been uh, probably a year.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: So
1: good times, good times. And uh, Mark, you're here as well. We are just...
3: I don't get their family love at all, man. I well, he, really
1: don't. He, like I said, he offered me his kidney. You didn't. <laughs> we are just mere weeks... I mean that, brother. ...away from my favorite show of the year, our year-end awards. We might change it up this year. There's rumors. We'll talk about that as the time gets closer,
0: but start thinking about the awards
1: now, Mark. That's, like,
0: that's the best show. That's our highest-rated show of the year. That's
1: my favorite one. And now, again, I talk to, talked to Mark last week. It's... Now we have AEW and Impact as well, and not just the WWE Awards. There's going to be wrestling awards as well. Wow. And uh, Great Man and I are talking. Maybe some new awards this year.
0: Love it. So, yeah, so lots
3: good. of twists and turns. man. Yeah. I think we might be doing it a little bit differently this year too.
0: Can we get the fans involved?
3: Our, our yeah, I just said that, Mark.
0: I, I, wa- I want the fans to get involved in this one. I think the fans. Yeah, yeah, you finish your drink. need to get involved. Everybody deserves a putty.
1: Yeah, the putties are coming. Putties! We're trying to design the award trophy. Now we just got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We've got a couple weeks left, Mark. I'm excited. So start thinking now. I'm always looking forward to this time of the year.
0: Green Man, where can people find you on social medias? It's time to go home. Uh, you can follow the Green Man at slw.greenman on Instagram. Uh, but if you just follow Shot of Wrestling, I'm usually the one in there posting what? all the good stuff. What's, is it Green Man SOW? Sure. It's been a while. Wow. He doesn't post. I don't know
3: why you asked him what social media <laughs> is. He doesn't post anything. I, his Twitter account it might as well just be deactivated.
0: I have a Twitter. I think it was you have
1: Twitter. You have a Twitter and a Facebook. I want to deactivate it because you don't Do fucking I? use it. But...
0: Wow, that's the news to me. I didn't even know I had a <laughs> it's Twitter green man It's greenman.sow. Yes. Backwards. <laughs> you know, when you have too many shots of wrestling, everything is backwards.
3: Great. Obviously, you've had way too many shots of wrestling.
0: But then. But yeah, stay tuned, Shadow Wrestling on Instagram, and Shadow Wrestling and Espanol coming soon in 2021.
1: Espanol, not, what? That's, that's what are you
0: happening.
3: talking about? That's it? not happening. That's not happening. You're literally the only one to speak Spanish here.
0: Muy bueno. Le agradezco mucho por estar en el programa de Shadow Wrestling.
3: There you go. So you're, you'd be the only one hosting, and also with your schedule, you probably do it once every six months. So,
2: yeah.
3: all right, have
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that one. I love you. <laughs> I love you,
3: <laughs>
1: Marcus Devon Swan the Fourth. Where can people find you?
3: You can find me at my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. dot com. And uh, also, quick note, guys: when you listen to us, please subscribe to our channels. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, iHeartRadio. Uh, are we in Pandora? See?
1: Everywhere. Amazon. we pretty much everywhere. Amazon Music. Amazon music. So, if
3: okay. you can subscribe and also leave a review, yeah, give please. us five stars. I, I want to hear your thoughts on our show.
1: How can we make it better? Even my thoughts? How can we make the show better, and how can we do that by limiting Green Man's alcohol intake?
3: <laughs> right. And never giving him Kit Kats. I'll, I'll leave that one on there.
1: Yeah, that was off air, but now you're spoiling it, okay?
0: It's empty now. Big <sighs> mistake. I ate my Kit Kat. Thank you very much.
1: took him 20 minutes, folks. 20 minutes between Literally. Literally. the news and takedown. We had to take a break for 20 minutes for eating four pieces of fucking Kit Kats. I had to enjoy it. And that rumbling of the rapper spread all the crumbs on my floor. So <laughs> now I gotta vacuum when your ass leaves my house. Thank you so much for that. I have been your host at Michael J Putty. Until next week, Mark where it's more hopefully more calmer and sober.
0: Sobrra Putty. Yep. Oh. Hey baby,
1: I hear the bell ring in hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned.
2: (laughs) Ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.